This podcast is brought to you by the University of Aberdeen. Welcome back to episode three of AMND in Focus, a new podcast series made in collaboration with the University of Aberdeen and the Aberdeen Maternity and Neonatal Data Bank, or AMND for short. This podcast aims to act as an education resource to engage the public in understanding what AMND is and why it is so important to allow your data to be stored in this data bank. If you're new here and have missed our previous episodes, we recommend you start from the beginning in order to gain an understanding of AMND and make the most out of the information from this podcast series. My name is Seanine and today myself and Grace will be leading this episode from a medical student's perspective. In today's episode, we will be focusing on how the work and research that AMND does influences the day-to-day clinical practice within the Aberdeen Maternity Hospital. Our guest speaker for this episode is Dr. Myrid Black, interviewed by Dr. Heather May Morgan. Dr. Black is a senior clinical lecturer in obstetrics at the University of Aberdeen, as well as an honorary consultant obstetrician at NHS Grampian, with leadership roles in the Labour Ward and the Obstetric Risk Management Services. Her research interests include the role of caesarean birth, informed and supported decision-making in maternity care, multimorbidity in pregnancy, the impact of COVID-19 in pregnant women, and the role of outpatient induction of labour. So, how does Dr Black use AMND in day-to-day practice? Health research has an incredibly high value to society and healthcare. It can provide important information on disease trends and risk factors, outcomes of public health interventions and patterns of care. Research and clinical trials are an everyday part of the NHS and the information that we gain from research can eventually be implemented into the everyday practice of healthcare professionals and allows patients to benefit from this research. Within the Aberdeen Maternity Hospital, Healthcare professionals are constantly using research from the AMND. Let's now hear from Dr. Black on how she uses the data in her clinical work. In your work, obviously working very closely with with pregnant women in Aberdeen um, and uh, um, doing research um, around the AMND as well. Can you tell us a bit about, um, I suppose, in the first instance, how you use the AMND in terms of your clinical work on a sort of day-to-day basis in terms of data capture or input of information, what that looks like when you're actually hands-on at work? So ever since I arrived in Aberdeen back in um, 2006, I was aware that the records that we keep when we see women would eventually um, be, you know, frame what data is put into AMND. So it's been kind of integral to my practice. And as time has gone on, that has become more relevant in terms of knowing that the AMND research that we've done has actually given us answers to some questions that women will ask or it will give us information that we want to provide to women and that has been really helpful. I can think of an example being women who have like a a hemorrhage after their first birth and it's a, a study from EMND that really gives me confidence in answering their questions and helping them plan for their next pregnancy because it was such a robust study looking at, at what happens to women who've previously had a, a hemorrhage at time of birth. Return to think, I suppose, of data as um, 
you know, big data and, um, you know, with individual data in it. But I suppose the value of that, of the collecting all those individual sets of data, the research that's then done can then actually inform decisions, not just to, to give an oversight of what's going on, but actually can help individuals um, in decision making and their own personal care um, as well. As Dr. Black discussed, AMND research is essential in aiding clinical decisions for both the practitioner and the patient. Shared decision-making is an essential component of the modern-day doctor-patient relationship, in which the healthcare professional works together with the patient to reach a decision on their care. This involves choosing tests and treatments based on both evidence and the individual's personal preferences, beliefs and values. However, a patient can't make these decisions on their care without an understanding of the risks, benefits and consequences of the options available. This is where the AMND comes in. Discussing the previous research and studies that are relevant to the patient's individual outcomes, women gain a greater understanding of their situation and can be empowered to take an active role and make decisions about the care that is right for them. So how does patient contact frame AMND research? Well, now that we have an understanding of how AMND research influences clinical life, let's take a look at the opposite question. Does clinical life also influence AMD research? In terms of your own research as well, um, does that help you to frame questions for your own research because of the, the close contact that you have with patients, mm-hmm. their kinds of concerns? Are they then thinking you to use the database to research yourself or think about what data needs to be collected for answering future questions, as it were? Yes, that has very much been the case. Um, As you can imagine, in our antenatal clinics, we spend an awful lot of time talking to women about their very individual situations and their individual concerns. So one of the issues is that um, we need to think about, you know, what's what's happened in their family, for example. So if their mum had complications during pregnancy, how might that affect them this time? or their own personal history, such as previous miscarriage, previous emergency section. Women really want to know, you know, women often ask us, what does that mean for next time? And we want to be able to give a a really evidence-based response um, rather than just experience-based. So it's been really helpful for that kind of issue, you know, and it's, it's helped us frame research questions for student projects and for our own projects. Um, so it's been, there's a very clear kind of um, link from the questions that, that patients ask to the questions that we can answer through the research using the, the AMND. That's a re- really reassuring, I guess, for, for women coming into the hospital in Aberdeen and, and having that um, connection between research and practice um, all sort of happening under one roof and them having some sort of say on what research gets done as well. It is clear from Dr Black's experience that patient interaction is a key source and inspiration for potential new research questions. The whole overriding aim of medical research is to eventually improve patient care and outcomes, and so it is obvious that unanswered questions patients may have can give rise to new and exciting research ideas. As medical students here at the University of Aberdeen, it is exciting to think of our teaching hospital as such a forefront of maternal and neonatal research and that there is opportunity for us to also be involved with the AMND in addressing these research gaps. How does patient contact frame the future of AMND? So we know that currently clinical experience and patient contact is essential in the development of new research. Will this extend to the future of AMND? 
So just, I suppose, just picking up on that that point about the future, the, the data collection is ongoing, it continues, and uh, obviously the database builds. Um, are there any sort of future intentions um, around the AMND or any developments or anything that you're aware of um, that, that we should be watching out for in the future? So the thing that really comes to mind is that women have a, a strong interest in long-term complications or or even consequences of birth-related events. So I think it's really worth emphasising that um, the data we've collected from, say, the year 2000 to the year 2010, um, where practice was changing all the time, that could lead to different consequences for women 20 or 30 years later. So it's certainly our intention to do a number of studies looking at um, long-term outcomes of events that happened around that time. So it could be another 10 years before we do some of those studies, you know, things like pelvic floor function, um, need for surgery, et cetera, might, you know, might be another 10 years before the numbers of women affected are high enough to make it be useful research. But that's certainly something that we are planning to, to do. And I'm sure there are many, many other examples like that where you need time to pass before you get that useful follow-up data. But we can link AMND to, to Scottish data. So even if women have left Aberdeen, we could potentially follow up, you know, their hospital related outcomes even elsewhere in Scotland. Great, and this really taps into what um, Ashantini was sharing about the sort of data linkage side of things and how that can be done, but to answer these, these questions that are really important, make use of additional databases to, to be able to create enough data in the, the follow-up data as well to, to make it useful in, in research. It is clear that the doctors of NHS Grampian have a strong awareness and usage for the AMND, both presently and hopefully for the future. But can the same be said for our patients? Dr Black and Dr Morgan will now consider how the Aberdeen Maternity Hospital and those working there help create an understanding of the AMND in the general population. I just wonder um, how, you know, obviously in conversations with patients, you can raise the existence of the MND or perhaps refer to research that's being done with it. But how um, kind of aware, I suppose, are patients um, of the fact that the data is being collected for their own records, but also for, for use in this kind of research um, as well? So that's something which I've become more aware of in recent times, um, mainly because you see posters up in the waiting rooms. Um, so women and women are often a bit more interested now in how their data is used, particularly because it's now electronic. However, saying that um, even before we became electronic, the paper records that women held actually had a, a clear statement in them about their their um, records being used for research. So I think, you know, women did spend a lot of time reading their, their handheld notes. So I, I suspect that the knowledge was relatively widespread, although it wasn't something that we, you know, specifically measured, but it was something that was out, the, the information was there in their hands to see, which was reassuring. How is AMD shaping evidence-based practice? The AMND has a crucial clinical application within NHS Grampian, but does its role extend beyond Aberdeen? Let's hear from Dr Black talk through her personal role in extending AMND's clinical application to the entirety of the UK. 
But the value of the, the research that's going on and the data that's being collected in Aberdeen and has indeed been, been collected for, for decades, um, it, it has wider reach, doesn't it? It's not just used and useful here in Aberdeen and the Grampian region, but has wider application. Is, is that that's right. Um, so I think a, a really nice example of that for me is um, that I've, I've spent the last three years on a national guideline committee um, writing the, the UK's sort of, um, antenatal care guideline. And it became clear that there were questions which only st studies from AMND could answer. And these were studies which were looking at what happens to women who have a specific complication of pregnancy? What does it mean for their pregnancy outcome? What does it mean for their future pregnancy? So seeing AMND papers used to inform that guideline was fantastic. And it really highlighted again that it's a unique data set that's, you know, that's answering questions that other groups and other data sets can't answer. So that, that was really good. Yeah, absolutely. As you say, that kind of a wider reach and, um, the media coverage of some of the um, the the stories, but also that kind of policy application, like you've mentioned, the guidelines there. It's not just the awareness of, and the research, but actually, it's it's um, you know creating that evidence based guidance. The term evidence based practice was introduced into medical literature in 1991, and is a key medical principle that states the importance of applying the best current and available research into clinical practice. It's incredibly exciting to know that some of the best current and available research on antenatal care are studies that are based on the data from AMND and that this is being used to create nationwide guidelines. This means that doctors across the UK will be basing their management decisions on evidence that AMND has a part in. Overall, the work and research based from the AMND data has considerable clinical applications in patient understanding and decision-making framing research for the benefits of future patients and a nationwide management guidance for doctors. Without data collection and research, there is simply no impactful healthcare or treatment options. And here at NHS Grampian, we are proud to be part of something that contributes to maternal and neonatal healthcare in Aberdeen and beyond. Thanks again for joining us for our third episode of AMND in Focus. We would also like to extend our thanks to Dr Heather May Morgan for carrying out this interview and to Dr Myrid Black for enlightening us on her personal clinical and research experience and how closely linked to clinical practice the AMND truly is. This podcast is brought to you by the University of Aberdeen.